0: lauren and alice thank you for being here i actually caught your show you guys did a free show at saturn saturn, right? saturn not too long ago i guess you guys do a lot of those once um, a
1: month we do them at saturn
0: okay yeah since
1: yeah. Uh,
2: since december we've been there every month
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Cool. Well, I caught one of the shows and then I started searching you guys out and learning about Laugh Garden and all the cool things you have going on. And one thing that's I'm not really up to speed on is kind of the local comedy scene here in town. And uh, I thought it'd be really cool to kind of hear from you guys about why you do what I consider to be a very terrifying hobby. (laughs) You wouldn't get up
3: on stage and tell some jokes? Uh,
0: Dude, I was thinking about today. Isn't it like the number one fear of most people is like public speaking? public speaking. But
1: isn't it like all podcasters think about that, or vice versa.
0: Well, see, in this scenario, I can edit this and you I don't have like a live out. audience watching me versus mm. like hungry eyes out in the audience. Just Is like. that's
3: why they turn off all the lights, right?
1: Yeah, no, that <laughs> definitely helps. Um, and it just draws your your the audience's eyes to the stage instead mm-hmm. of, yeah,
2: instead yeah. of looking
0: at your neighbor. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, all the no. bright lights, Dude, definitely oh focus on it. Oh.
2: I I really would like to see you guys go to a, like a comedy open mic. Um, it's not very I'll intimidating. Go I'll go to, you go to one. You should. I, to one. <laughs> well, I I don't know. I I kind of see it as being more intimidating just because you don't have any of the production value to like pad your performance. Like there's nothing making you look good except for your jokes
0: mm.
1: when you're. And doing even an open that mic. might not because there might just be like
0: five crowd, people yeah.
1: and like maybe two of them feel like laughing maybe. <sighs>
0: Would you Shit. rather perform to a large audience or a small audience?
1: Mm, medium. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> What's the a medium. I know audience? that
1: wasn't a choice, but like, I feel like the larger audiences um, tend to have like maybe some older people. I don't know. Like the stardom. Like, I feel like it's like um, more, it, I'm like, oh, and now I have to, like, appeal to all of these certain types of people when I would rather have, like, a little more of an intimate audience, but not just... I would still rather have more than, like, ten people, you know? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. feel
2: like the sweet spot, at least for, like, me and my... at the point that I'm at in, in, like, my comedy career is, like, I've got, like, an upper limit of probably, like, 200 people in the audience before it starts getting, like, out of my control. Um, I feel like... Because
3: that's a lot people, but people, Stardom,
2: I think is like three, and it's mostly like Watuka county uh
1: it was all grandma's yeah. like, in the audience oh, when I oh was there.
2: God. I wish it was grandma's the the people that have been in the audience for the stardom gigs that I've done have just been like it, they've got too much energy, you know, like I wish that they were older because they're
1: like. Just chatting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the older I'm ladies sorry. were, too. Hmm.
0: How long? Yeah. Ha- okay, all right, let's step it back a little bit. <laughs> um, so you guys are performing at Stardome, and, and I was kind of surfing through your Instagram and stuff, and uh, you guys have shows coming up in, like, Auburn, and I guess y'all perform all over the place. Yeah. But how did you... Oh, fun fact, this is our 50th episode.
1: I'm Whoa, congrats! I don't know
0: if you thought about that. We've done Humble 50 brand. episodes. So thank you, guys. Congratulations.
1: That's a big... Uh, isn't believe. it like most podcasts don't even get past five episodes? I heard some statistic uh, about probably, that.
0: Well, after this one, we're going to hang it up. This is our last one. I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, let's man. go out with a bang. <laughs>
2: uh, but
0: anyways, yeah, man. You know, just uh, stand-up comedy, uh, not something I've ever even thought about attempting to do. But I can imagine it can be pretty, pretty terrifying. Um, but I don't know. You guys seem to like doing it and stuff. How did you guys get into doing stand-up comedy?
1: Well, both of us started out as like kind of like theater kids, so we were pretty used to like those bright lights and that type of thing. And not only were we used to it, but we craved it. And And... also,
2: like as much as we like craved like the performance aspect and and like the audience aspect of theater, we wanted to like do our own thing. Like that's that's the common ground between like our experiences with comedy is like we got to a point with theater where it was like super like disheartening because like at some point with theater like if you don't look the way that the director wants you to look like that's it you know Mm. and it's
1: all about stereotypes I feel oh yeah typecasting and like also yeah so you don't really have control over um how your how your art is like being sure, perceived, yeah, I get that, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I thought I wanted to do, like, film for a really long time. And so I went to school at UAB, and they had kind of, like, this bogus, like, no no disrespect. No, they you had, already like, called this, it like, bogus. Uh, kind of this create-your-own-film-major thing. Where, I don't know. Wait, where, where did, did you go? School, uh, UAB. Okay, cool. And so I thought I wanted to do that, but almost immediately, at least in my experience, working with, like, big groups of people, other students, it just... There was almost like too many cooks in the kitchen. And yeah. Yes. I just wanted something like I hated all the red tape. I hated like all the different perspectives coming in, and I just was like, I just want to do something where I can kind of be more in control. Like this podcast. Yeah. Kind of yes. Um, so if that resonates with you guys, one hundred percent understand yes. where you're coming from. Where did you guys do theater?
2: Um well I went to the Alabama School of Fine Arts. Okay, um, sweet. Us. Shout out ASPA. Yeah, no, love ASVA. Um, but I went there for six years as a theater major. Um and then like I graduated um in twenty twenty. So like I was like the the COVID class. And like I had been working on this like one woman show like for my senior project for like years and it just COVID just completely oh, took it away. Are you serious?
0: Oh dude.
2: Yeah. But like if that hadn't have happened, like, I wouldn't have been, like, so eager to just do something okay. that, that, like, had my my voice, you know? Um, I'm sorry. I, I already, like, derailed the well, conversation, I, was, I think. I was going to get say, <clears throat> at yeah. what
0: point doing theater and stuff did you step out? Did y'all go to, like, an open mic or something where you're just like, hey, I'm going to try to stand up and just tell some <laughs> jokes oh <my> God. <laughs> all alone? Well,
1: (laughs) I was going to college for acting at first, and then I had to do well then I like moved to like the comedy major so I went to Columbia College in Chicago I think it might still be the only school that offers comedy I about to say as never a major wow, that's cool. yeah and so it was mostly like most of my classes were like improv and sketch and um, then when I had to get an internship I got an internship at Uh, The Comedy Bar, which is just a place for stand-up. And so then I started, like, having the same feeling that you had. Like, oh, my God, if I just did stand-up, I wouldn't have to agree with people about this web series. I wouldn't have to, like, schedule with other people. I could just – and I also wouldn't have to audition. I can literally just go to open mics and immediately get on stage without, like, doing any other process before.
3: That's rad. And
1: so it's like immediate gratification pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you remember your first open mic?
1: Um I, I mean, I remember yeah. Okay, so I did one that was at like like I don't know, some culture club at uh my college was like we're going to have an open mic. Good and, old
0: culture club. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, it was just some <laughs> club that I wasn't a part of, but I heard they were having an open mic and like People were also doing, like, poetry and stuff, and I did poetry that.
0: slams, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, and that was okay. And then there was one at the Vans store, and it was, like, anyone who performed at this open mic at the Vans store – it was, like, mostly college kids – could get a free pair of vans and so i was like i didn't even have like any written material really but i was nannying this kid and so i was like i can just go up and talk about him and get a free pair of vans and those vans that pair i picked out a really nice pair of vans that lasted me way longer than any of my other pairs of vans so it was that's a
0: good deal. That's a good <laughs> incentive. I don't know. I might get on stage for a right? pair fans. Yeah. What was the time limit for something like that? I or think most it was like nights.
1: five minutes. Like five minutes. Yeah.
0: Which doesn't sound like a long time, but I, I can until imagine. Until you're up there. Like trying to talk for five minutes or just entertain people for five minutes. It's just, I don't know. My mind is just boggled. Like uh, when I see people doing stand-up, like... Uh when I was in college I went a couple of times with my friends to I don't even know if it's still called this or if it's still there, the Barking Kudu. Is that like a place over in uh Lakeview? Have y'all even heard of that? The Barking no. Kudu? You never heard of that? Okay, well it was like a I think it was like a comedy place. And it's still there, but now it's like what is that place, Katie? Any idea? It's like some bar.
1: In Birmingham?
3: It's in Birmingham,
0: yeah, it's over in Lakeview.
3: I feel like I would have heard that on, like, 10770X yeah, or something. Yeah, you're just yeah. You're already
0: looking at me like, what
3: are well, you talking
2: I'm, about? Well, I'm, I'm, like, thinking about Lakeview. And, and places like, that
1: have stages. There's a lot of bars that have stages in Lakeview.
2: Yeah, like, I I know I've done a couple shows at Sidebar in Sidebar. Lakeview. okay. But, like, yeah, they have Well, this is, stage. like,
0: if you're um, – I'm, I'm dating myself. But uh, on the <laughs> corner where Los Amigos says, if you keep going straight and don't turn right to go to university – it's like down there on the right, Okay. and now it's like a bar. So it's like They're Nana
1: Funk's. What's well, past maybe. that?
0: It's like past that section. Oh, like if okay. you were to keep going through that intersection and drive through it,
1: doesn't mm. matter. Doesn't is matter.
0: Is it yeah. so
1: like across from
0: that apartment complex that caught on fire? You know that one? Okay.
1: Oh. Okay. Where the new one the is. The new now? one is. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's like across oh, from Oh. Okay. And there's like an ABC store over there. And yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's
0: it's there's it's a bar now. Anybody listening to this? If you know what I'm talking about, leave what's a, a Kudu? comment or something. Why is it? Bark? I'm pretty sure it was called the Barking Kudu. I think Kudu. that was the name of it. And I thought it was mostly a place that catered to
3: stand-up comics. I could be wrong. Huh. I don't. If know. it
2: if it was in your lifetime, like there's nothing in Birmingham. Can we look that it up? Can we look Google up Google
3: Barking, Barking Kudu? I Maybe don't it. show that because we don't know. Maybe do I'm gonna edit all this cabin. out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what if this matter?
2: is like a really elaborate Mandela effect? I know, dude. Like Whoa. somebody did some like social engineering to make you believe that this bar existed. Barking
0: Kudu. I know. I don't know if it's, I don't know how you spell kudu. Kudu.
3: Kudu. 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 The Barking Kudu. K U D U. So
0: 2929 7th Avenue, South Birmingham. Oh, it only has a two and a half star rating. It's a Yelp brother. review, <laughs> brother. Uh, but it's something else. Uh, I just want to see photos. Can we do like an image search? We just, we need, we're on this tangent. No, we're we on it. Because I want to know. What I do want to know is where are the stand-up places now? Like, are there – because it seems to me like – I don't know. um, I've always been into, like, watching bands play and going to different venues and for whatever reason, but I've always just been kind of foreign to the world of, like, stand-up comedy. And it seems like the scene is growing,
3: you Mm -hmm. know, because,
0: like, now more than ever, especially at the Firehouse and at Saturn and and seeing what you guys are doing, um, uh, is there a place for, like, comics to go? and like, a normal venue, I guess, for people to perform? Not... But maybe I'm not aware of it. As just of right now, no.
1: There's not a normal venue. There's, like, op- bars and breweries that have open mics. Um But there's... And then, yeah, there's the Stardome, but, like...
0: Oh Yeah, everybody's heard of the Stardome. Yeah. Not... But so.
1: they don't...
2: They have, like, a very small selection of local comics that they put on shows. And, like... Yeah. It's... I mean, with the exception of Ezra, I would say it's like really uh, homogenous. Like the like the people that Stardome
1: puts up, it's like generally they're just like very. Um, they have the same audience that they want to keep. It seems like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like the like you know maybe the older crowd trying to get out and just something fun to do. yeah they're not downtown
1: people okay yeah yeah well
0: i love the audience that uh the one show that i did catch that you guys did at saturn was super rad we Um, did when uh, was it it yeah
2: what was uh, the musical guest on the show you saw
0: i don't remember this was probably a month ago i remember because you invited me but i had to work it was Uh, a free show it's it's been a it's been so it it was
1: i mean you have got
2: our instagram up we could probably just just like figured I out
0: i don't know if we stayed long enough for the musical guest oh yes
1: um. wait was it
2: was it fire camino yeah, it
0: may have been
1: <gasps> oh my god when he smashed his yes and that he was smashed
0: so his guitar. a lot guitar, of people so left see... before that i i definitely did because i would remember that but that was
2: callie's debut at uh laugh garden too she came on for oh uh, yeah for a song with him yeah um
0: But anyways, so you guys decided to start this thing that we're looking at right now on your Instagram called Laugh Garden. What is Laugh Garden? If you had to sum it up.
1: It's a comedy show, but it's also a variety show. So it's Uh,
3: not just comics. It's also a really good name. It is a good name. Lauren pretty much made it up. It's really good.
1: And then, yeah, so mostly we've had, you know, comics and then a band close. And then we have art vendors selling art throughout. Um, and more recently, we did have a couple drag performances. Which, and it was
0: awesome. Yeah,
1: we want oh to make that God. more regular.
0: I don't think I've been to a, a drag show recently. Um, I've never been to one. Oh, we've got an awesome wow.
2: drag scene here. Yeah. You should right. definitely well, change that. I see them that. all True, the time. Yeah. It's
0: like, dude, all of a sudden, it's like drag show you can catch a drag show like four or five nights a week you know they're like everywhere
2: yeah I love it I um I have an old classmate with ASFA I'm always like really active about like checking up on old classmates because some of them are just famous now you know yeah um this uh this girl who uh graduated like a year before me um or I guess she left or whatever but um like she's kind of rising in prominence in the drag scene. I'm like, this is, like, really crazy <laughs> that, like, we weren't, like, friends or anything in, in school, but, like, just kind of watching her, like, rise through the ranks. I think her, yeah. her drag name is Arabesque. Arabesque. But, yeah. I don't, where does she live now? I don't know where uh she lives. Like, she's in Birmingham, but. Oh. Like, she's in the Birmingham scene, but, like, I don't know where she lives. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. No, she's super sick.
0: When's the next Laugh Garden thing that you guys do? Is the
2: fifteenth, yeah, May fifteenth. We've got a poster on our on our Instagram. Um, the musical guest is G- Grand Prix. Who's? Um,
0: yeah, scroll. Just click.
3: And a scroll friend up. of mine.
2: Um,
0: is it the one with the boots right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> All
0: right, sweet. May fifteenth coming up. Man, um
2: shout out uh, NFT Nudes. Uh, her her actual like IRL name is Emily. She's <laughs> NFT Nudes. <is> good. <laughs> She's been doing our posters for like the last couple months and they're just mm-hmm. so good. <laughs> like
1: this one I feel like it's very it's very much us.
2: Yeah. They like she really like keyed in on our vibe. Um, now were you
0: guys the first ones to kind of want to get together and put together a show like this or was there anybody else doing anything similar to this laugh garden thing that you guys are doing?
2: Well, there are, there there've been like diy shows and like backyard shows um before us you know like there there have been diy comedy shows and obviously and that's what i want to get like, i want to be more DIY in tune with that scene. yeah
0: i just want to come and and be in on the like the diy like there's a local instagram
1: diy thing, birmingham
0: you know? i follow them. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, okay. okay but it's mostly punk shows so yeah i see some yeah movies, you're right so, yeah. yeah but uh yeah shout out diy birmingham um but, yeah, man, I just thought the show that you guys were doing, and I'm definitely planning to be there May the 15th. But I was like, dude, I bet there are other things like this going on in town that I'm just not aware of. You know, just like where comics can get together and kind of test new material and get up in front of a crowd and, um, you know, do 10 minutes, which is like extremely long time. It's like trying to tell me to hold my breath. That's a minutes, lot. Of you know, like, minutes, dude, man. I can't do that. No <laughs> yeah. way I can get up and perform. Uh, when you guys do stand-up, how long is a typical set that you do? Like, how much material do you have to have to do, like, 10 minutes? And the light is flickering like crazy. It's probably going to die on us. First how much
2: material about- do I need to do 10 minutes? Yeah. 10 minutes of
0: material. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: but, I mean, yeah. like,
0: how long does it take you to get to that point? Like, if I were to start doing stand-up?
1: It depends on the person. Because yeah. I feel like some people, like, almost immediately have a lot of time. And, well... <sighs> People have time, but it's not always immediately good. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It just really depends on the person. I mean, I feel like I would say, like, it feels normal to be doing open mics for, like, maybe a year before actually, you know, booking stuff. That's that's how I felt because I lived in Chicago and there were so many comedians. But I think it is kind of different here because like I mean, you know, like Tasia started and I was like, we should just have her on a show. So like
2: yeah, I mean I
1: started doing stand up
2: in Birmingham and I got booked on my first show like four or five months after I started. Um so like I I think it definitely varies um and like I probably wasn't there have been so many opportunities that I've like gotten that I'm like Ugh, this is too early. It's <laughs> really? like I'm, like, I'm going to do it but it, it is definitely too early for
0: this. Just like bigger gigs or just
2: Yeah, you know, I um I hitting that
0: 300 mark where you're like yeah, 200 that's where I'm like No, I performed <laughs> at at Zanies
2: in Nashville like the day after my 19th birthday. Which is, that's just too young. Like, I had, <laughs> I had only been doing stand up for like a year and like COVID had been part of that. Sure. And it was a very humbling experience.
0: <laughs> so, you're not put off by, I don't know, man. Uh, how many, if you could guess, how many times have you performed like in the year or the t- couple of years that you guys have been doing this or since theater doing? like if you could number oh i I have no
1: idea hundreds i mean hundreds
0: okay so
1: like maybe even dare i say maybe a thousand yeah
0: (laughs) dude wow okay that's incredible um do you still get like nervous before you go on stage yeah not
1: every time but yeah
0: like, especially if you're like the first person up, if you're like warming up the crowd, you know, I would oh, imagine that I would mean, be like brutal.
2: Yeah, no, it's like very tricky. Um, I think, dude, especially like opening laugh gardens, like she'll usually do the first set because I'm like, oh, dude, I can't, like, yeah, I can't talk.
0: Well, to I the was there audience, and I could just know? sense it. Like, we were all waiting for the show to start and they had like background music playing, Saturn and stuff, and then I'm like, we're all just staring at an empty stage, and then finally somebody's going to come up and start the show and kind of open it up. Yeah. And I was like, I would, I would rather stare down the barrel of a gun mm-hmm. than to try to open the show up doing comedy. <laughs> you know, that just, I don't know, it just yeah. seems so scary,
1: man. Sometimes I think I like opening because, like, I don't necessarily have to say, like, the best jokes. I just have to say something that makes people excited like i can just be like yeah are you guys ready like and okay. you can like sometimes opening i Tricks feel like
3: the there. <laughs>
1: yeah it's like oh i can just like do something kind of stupid and then maybe people will just be like <laughs> cool you know but then i mean yeah i don't yeah, know it's more about like
2: getting the audience engaged than it is about like personally being like the funniest comedian ever okay um but it's still super intimidating i guess
0: what's a typical set time that you guys do maybe i already asked that earlier but um yeah. it seemed like at the laugh garden that i saw that you guys were doing about 10 minute blocks yeah that's usually what we do at
1: laugh garden
2: yeah that's like how um comedy showcases i think typically are is is like mostly 10 minute blocks but like when you see when when you go to a show that's like a special you know mm-hmm. that's going to be like like, wow. a
1: big headliner's gonna do, like, at least 30 minutes, and then their feature will do, like, 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there will be, like, a guest who probably does, like, five to seven, and then the host who does less than, than 10, but, like, gets to do a little in between.
0: Yeah, kind of in between the different people, like, the MC, I guess, as you would call it. Yeah. Um... Well, dude, the world of professional comedy—they make it look easy. They'll get up there and do like an hour, and you know, just like no big deal. If you anybody that's been on Netflix the past five years, it's like the comedy stand-up section has just exploded. There's, oh yeah, there's a million specials, people I've never even heard of. But I mean, how hard is it to deuce a longer set? And a lot of times, in my very small experience of going and seeing these DIY things. Um, you you see people like with their notes and stuff and and trying to like uh, work out new jokes, but then you see somebody in like a professional setting that can sit out there and talk for an hour. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite comics of all time was uh, Mitch Hedberg, and he had these like little just one-liner things, and he and would go on. It's just rapid and, and fire. It's just rapid fire, and I'm like, Yeah. How do you even remember all these jokes? You know what I mean? Like this is just. I mean, I guess, I guess at that
2: stage it. in the in the game, you've got all the time in the world to work on your material. I think right now it's like most of my gigs are 10 minute sets,
1: but also I have a day job. So it's
2: like, yeah,
0: as most yeah. comics do, I
3: guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. All the ones here for sure.
2: Yeah. There's, there is nobody in Birmingham, Alabama who's making 100% of their money from comedy. That's
0: wow. a that pretty small exist. market, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we're yeah. growing, but it's not like a huge city or anything. Um, mm but how hard is it to do like, you know, like say 10, 15, what's the longest set you've ever done?
1: 30.
0: You've done 30 minutes. Wow.
2: I've done 25. It wasn't super tight, but it was.
1: It's like some years or like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, like I can do like last summer. I was like, yeah, I can do 30 minutes. And right now I'm like, Like, the last – the one show that we did in Auburn, I was like, I feel done, like, before 10 minutes was even over. So it's like – but also I feel like it depends on how often I'm doing it. Like, I've been, like, taking, like, really long breaks lately, so I'm just not – you know, I'm not using that muscle as much as I could be, I guess. So, yeah.
0: But it seems like – you know, you do all these, you said you did maybe thousands of performances. How much of it is based on the audience and the setting? I mean, do you have places that come in and you're using, I guess, more or less the same material where it just kills, and then maybe other times Some it just are falls just flat? Yeah, and you're yeah. just like, I cannot get come anything on. from this audience, you know? Is that just part of it? Because I would be devastated after like one bad show. Like, I'm done. You I'm suck. Get this. out of here. I suck. Never I want to do again. Again. I'm never doing this again. You know, I would just be too self conscious,
3: I think.
2: Yeah, no, I think audience plays a really big part. I and I I could kind of tie that back to what we were saying about like the Laugh Garden audience in particular because I have seen comics who like I don't know, always come off weird in like a brewery show or like an open mic or something do really well at Laugh Garden because that audience is like so curated. Um, like when we started the shows in our backyard so like people that weren't friends with us like probably didn't know about it at the beginning
0: sure um so So like kind of a softer audience i guess yeah well or more it's just
2: niche it's just like a really niche audience it's like a very queer very diverse audience
1: yeah and i think we like attracted a lot of UAB students because you know it's BYOB maybe you're not 21 but you can you know come on over and maybe the 19 year old
2: host will just ignore that (laughs) yeah yeah
1: but I I think like college students are my favorite type of audience because they're just you know so much more
2: open minded
1: yeah and they're like experiencing everything
2: for the first time you know so it's like Yeah, yeah, Laugh Garden.
0: One question I have is uh, maybe going back to when you guys started out. Mm. uh, Any in particular stories or scenarios when you first got started in comedy?
2: Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, So I'm 20, right? I have been doing comedy for three years now. So I started doing stand-up when I was still in high school, when I was a junior in high school. And um, the first open mic that I ever went to I had to bring my mom with me to Marty's PM, which is the nastiest dive bar in Five Points. Shout out Marty's.
3: Marty's.
2: Yeah, um, and it's also the first bar that I was a regular at. Um, but basically, I um, no, I was I was a regular at a bar at seventeen. I like I would come in, and the bartender would like already have a Shirley Temple on deck. Okay. Um, because like that was my, yeah. my signature drink. And honestly, still is. Sometimes I'll, like, take a sip of, like, a crisp Sprite, and I'm like, ooh, those were the days. Um, what is a
0: Shirley Temple? I don't know what a what? Shirley Temple is. Yeah, I don't a know. A Shirley
2: Temple, it's, it's Sprite with cherry grenadine in it. Okay.
3: Yeah. You knew what, what it was, one. right?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit that I don't know stuff. Uh, Idiot. Anyways, I'm going to order a Shirley Temple next time I go to a bar. So
2: I um <laughs> the first open mic I ever did, I had to bring my mom, because it was a bar, and I was in high school. And... um. She told me not to sign up on the first one. She like our agreement was that it was just like a recon mission, like I was just going to see what the scene was like and if people were going to be nice. And then she went to the bathroom and I signed up. Uh <laughs> But you were I, you know, like, "I
0: am doing this." Yeah, just
2: okay. uh I got to feeling a little froggy and I put my name on the list and they were like, "Is this is this your first time doing stand up?" And I was like, yes and they were like "Then you're gonna do three um and that's that's gonna be it for you <laughs> um and i don't even think i filled three minutes but like oh my god my mom was so pissed with me <laughs> she was so mad she
0: came back from the bathroom and you're just sitting well, yeah, there she's ready waiting. to go and then they call your you're name. call your name like, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah
2: whoa. so i was the youngest person in like the comedy scene here until my friend sydney came on and like late 2020 um but yeah i i started doing stand-up when i was still in high school and my mom had to take me and she's like she's like comedy legend status too yeah she's really like everybody loves my mom um
0: well how did that first show go oh
2: it was super bad oh really? it was like really really bad It, it sucked it was the worst um i was doing a lot of material about the only thing that i knew anything about which was high school and um I kinda mean, gotta
0: know your demographic
3: a little bit, yeah, this, yeah,
2: yeah. I was like talking to a bar full of people who'd been out of high school for like ten years sure. um i i I think a couple of my jokes landed. I had a bit when I first started doing stand up about um uh being attracted to men and going to an arts high school um and <laughs> I mean they're all gay like they were <laughs> there, like there were like four straight dudes, yeah, sure at school and that's just because they hadn't come out yet you know um and also like just things with like um I had a lot of bits and I still do about just being a tall woman like or just being a tall person in general because like the last couple years of high school I was so tall that like sitting in child-sized desks was like excruciating oh, <laughs> like dude, i would like yeah. smack my knee bones like up against the the bottom of the tabletop and stuff um so i would do bits about that
0: a lot um high school desk furniture jokes yep.
2: yeah yeah no the classics <laughs> uh, how did the they classics? not land yeah. That. <laughs> yeah um yeah and then also like me going up like ruined the vibe for everyone really? like Aww. it was like it was immediate like everybody after me was like well, I did have some material that was a little raunchy, but she's 17 years old, no. so I'm not doing that anymore.
0: <laughs> well, that's on them, man.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm. that was Toby. Who oh, said really? That. Yeah, oh, like, you know this person? Yeah, Toby doesn't have a <laughs> yeah. problem with me now. Yeah, I met so many people that I know now that night, you know, and like.
0: Well, just having the yeah. courage at that age to go do that. I mean, God that's that's pretty awesome you yeah know what I, mean, I mean like it takes a special kind of person to be like even with your mother there saying no we're just gonna kind of do some recon work fuck and then that. you sign up I'm man on. that's like dude nerves of steel that's
2: yeah crazy. when you're talking about like being scared of doing stand-up like imagine doing stand-up um sober with one of your parents in the room oh <laughs> <Yeah, that's it. laughs> And you were just at high school all day yeah. getting bullied to fucking death, you know? And then... Oh, man. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah, it was really rough. But, like, I think...
0: If you can live through that, you can, yeah. yeah, okay, then everything else after that is like, oh, this is a cake,
2: you know? Yeah, no, like, whatever. People don't think I'm funny. Like, it.
0: it is. I guess what it you is. have to have thick skin to, to do this kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I'm gonna get up there and do my bit, and if people dig it, cool. If not, you know... Move on to the next one. Yeah, sharpen my material and just try to keep getting better. Um Kudos, that's 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 cool. That's a really cool story. Wow. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Other than that story, I, I guess you have I was gonna ask if you had anything like that to share, but maybe not.
1: I mean, my actually the first time I I like did stand up was like when uh there was we had like this. Christmas Eve with my with my distant cousins and uh, they were like we're gonna have a talent show and they're like all from like Mountain Brook so it was like kids playing the piano and like yeah. some siblings doing debate and then what? my dad was like you should do comedy and I'd never done it before yeah. and so I did it in front of uh, my. Cousin. after brad got done
0: playing the bugle you get up there and yeah
1: (laughs) and that was so actually that was the first time i i did it and yeah i really don't like performing in front of my family yeah i bet
0: you killed it i bet it was awesome
1: (laughs) no pretty much people were just like
0: out there they were just
1: the only thing that they could say was like it's really brave you know like they didn't say like that was funny
0: Damn. that was something
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: you did that yeah that happened <laughs> okay
2: did we talk about how we started laugh garden in the backyard and, and like grew it no, I them? mean, mean maybe a like, little bit like, I, I don't know i i mean
0: i guess laugh garden but, yeah, yeah i mean like
2: throw it in the caption or something because i i'm really proud of that like
0: well, how did you guys meet I mean we didn't even ask just that. at
1: open mics. I mean it's it's such a small scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like as soon as I got started, you were moving
2: back to Birmingham. So Yeah. Um so but we were you guys here.
0: living together or something? Or I mean whose backyard was it when you started Laugh Garden?
2: So we um we both needed a roommate um in like March. Like of a last year ago, year. basically yeah, yeah. Yeah. and um started looking at places and we saw um, the house where we started Laugh Garden and I was the one who viewed it first and like I got to that backyard and it was like a perfect natural amphitheater type deal okay. and the back porch was like raised like a stage like it was perfect um, and we were already talking about doing house shows because we're two comics and the comedy scene like before we started doing Laugh Garden was like kind of tricky to break into as a woman sure uh-huh. But that's awesome, record,
0: man. I would dude, that'd be so cool to be in some of those early shows. I, oh, just yeah. her.
1: I just yeah. And like I will say that like producing house shows is always fun because you kind of just make your own rules.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's just like a big get together, you know. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And you don't have to things. like
1: pitch it first to a venue and yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> to be fair, though, we've had three shows get shut down by the police.
0: What? Yeah. Well, they just see it as probably like a big house party or something, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah well, two much. of them two of them were at our house, and one of them was at a venue. You yeah. start burning
0: furniture, you know, throwing stuff in the road. <laughs>
1: no. Stuff like that. If only.
0: You know, I've been to Stardom a few times and watched, you know, kind of the openers. We've been there to watch, I can't even name any of the comics that we went and saw, but... Uh, Some of the the people that were kind of opening the show, you could tell they were newer at it. Maybe this is one of their first big gigs. And it was just like... There was just this presence there, you know? Just seeing these guys up on stage trying to perform and everybody's there just wanting to laugh and have a good time. And I don't know, man. It's just... I can't get over the fear factor part of it.
2: Yeah, Um, we're very brave. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty tough and brave. Uh, I see you got... Like, you're talking a lot about fear, but you've got, like, skateboards on the on the wall, and, like, skateboarding But is, that's like, different,
0: I, dude. Like, you can, that, that
2: is not something
1: I can bring myself to... Does, does. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I went on a date with a man one time, and he showed me a video of him, like, breaking his ankle outside of the... Outside of his, oh. legs, outside of his <laughs> leg skin, and... Oh,
3: my God.
2: That
0: I've was, never... D- that's, that's great like, first as, date material. As,
2: yeah? Yeah.
0: He's gonna get sick. He that's not, like, that's
2: that. like, my current boyfriend. That was... A while ago but like
3: hey, okay
2: I mean as bad as a show goes as bad as an open mic goes my bones are still in my body you know like
3: yeah would you rather break a bone or get not laughed at yeah I don't know man <laughs> see I think a lot of people I think there's a lot
0: of people out there that like dude break my leg I would rather do anything than get you know feel humiliated on stage you know in front of a large crowd but I mean, I suppose you guys have had shows that maybe didn't go as well as others, but that doesn't discourage you anyway. You just mm. kind of learn. I
2: mean, from a it. little bit, yeah. Like, I've seen plenty of really good comics bomb really hard, so it doesn't.
3: I guess that's just part of it. Yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. Crowd also too, because some some jokes will work over here where they won't necessarily yeah. work over here, like I oh, yeah. said. Yeah. So
1: sometimes even just the temperature.
0: Really? It's yeah. Gonna, it's yes. that fickle? No, <laughs> you the want the room to
1: be cold. Yeah. the or
2: first. The will be, that's
1: no, a I swear to that's a yes, real thing,
0: Yes,
2: yeah. the
1: first yard show that we had that it was like ki- kind of cold outside was our best yard show. Like everyone was laughing. Remember that? It was yeah, like it's in October. because you're shaking, trying to keep warm.
2: And was that the- It also just
1: makes you more alert, I think, when yeah. you're cold. Okay. swear to God, this is like a real thing. This is a real yeah, thing. Yeah, my history teacher in high school wouldn't turn on the heat in the winter because um, he you was focused more or something. Yeah.
0: Well, I've known teachers that done that, but I didn't know how that would correlate to like having a better comedy show. Getting, mm-hmm. like, colder. Yeah. And
1: then like the um, shenanigans in, in Huntsville it's freezing. is freezing. It's always cold. It's so cold. <laughs> in there. Every time I do a
2: show at shenanigans,
1: like I'll like.
2: Check my hands just to Shake see if they're mind, turning blue. Like it's.
0: It's <laughs> not cold enough. We got to turn it down.
2: But like that's totally not a dig at shenanigans. Like shenanigans this is no. It's it's super uh,
0: cool. yeah. It's just shenanigans sounds cool. So cold. It's a place in Huntsville. It is cool. Yeah. That,
2: yeah. It's. Oh my god. So that that place is like organized by um, a stand-up comic who's also a teacher, and so like the organization there. There is no other show. Than, than the ones produced at Shenanigans that will have you booked like a month in advance and like keep you updated on things, you know. Like, Kim's always like super on top of it because she's got like that uh school teacher
0: mindset. Is she like a retired comic or something, or just oh no,
2: no she, she's still doing comedy, yeah, she does a lot too much because like she's, she's a teacher and she's a comedian and she runs everything and owns everything at shenanigans like it's it's crazy yeah
1: Um. I, I mean yeah I guess her wife helps her
2: but right, still right. yeah like she needs many more wives to <laughs> to make that like a reasonable workload you know
1: yeah
0: was there anybody in town that you guys look up to that's is there anybody here doing anything similar to that like in comedy here in Birmingham not having to drive to Huntsville to hang out with the Lady and Shenanigans.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I guess that's a no. I don't want to get an ego about it, but like Laugh Garden is really special. Like, it it is really different. I don't see anybody
0: else doing anything quite like what you guys are doing. It's opening my eyes to the world of like the local
3: conversation. Could we see an official Laugh Garden venue? Brick and mortar.
1: Oh, God. No, probably not. Yeah, dude, I'm 20. Like, I don't want to do that yet. I don't want to own a business for sure, and also Lauren's probably gonna move. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, not not
2: uh oh. I'm like trying to make her career out of this. Like I I can't do it from Birmingham. So
0: where's the next stop? I mean, where would be? Where's the? Is Chicago like a big comedy place, Um, or where would you go?
2: I I want to go to New York. Um, I last year. um, No
0: big deal. Little city. Just go there take it
2: over <laughs> well i mean like so far people like me there. I'm, like I'm, it's it's kudos not to you for trying to do
0: that. yeah
2: <laughs> you have to demystify places like new york because that is sure. just a place where people live you know like i uh i get really worried about that move sometimes um and i'll like talk to friends from new york and they're like well what are you doing in birmingham I'm like i'm waiting tables and doing stand-up yeah. like there are still tables and comedy clubs in New York, you know, it's like mm-hmm. not impossible to break in. Um,
0: so how do yeah. most people break into an industry like this? I mean, you kind of mentioned improv earlier, and I know we have like, um, I think there's an improv theater over on, um, don't we have an improv theater? Is it still functional? I don't, oh, know. I don't know. We
2: did. Yeah, yeah I, we we wanted that, like we as a community wanted that to be like a good place for comedy, um, and this might have to be struck from the record, but like um the the owner or proprietor of that business wouldn't book a lot of stand up comics because um he was like really focused on it being like clean shows. Okay.
3: You know? Hmm.
2: And that's not the way to grow a comedy clean business. Comedy. You know, like mm-hmm. it's but not Yeah. But you, what? Like really isolating a lot of the support you could have had.
0: So for someone who's never been to an improv show, what is an improv like? Versus like, <laughs> I, I guess there's like there's theater, there's stand up comedy, and in the middle there's improv. I it's imagine. a group
1: of people asking the audience for a suggestion,
0: and you just kind of go with it. And you they go it, with so. it
1: for a while, and then they sweep the scene and start a new scene. It depends. What I noticed like when I came back here is like in Chicago a lot of people like long form improv and I noticed that the improv theater here was more into like short form. So it's more like games like we're going to pick up a piece of paper that the audience has like written a phrase on and try and incorporate it into the scene that we're doing and like sh- just shorter scenes.
0: Okay. More like kids I guess or something. Yeah, like that.
1: yeah. Well, there is a
2: long form troupe. I think I think Ugly Baby does long form, but like also it's just not like.
0: I don't know anything about yeah. improv, so this is all new to me. You know, as far I as mean,
2: like... I barely know anything about improv, but like you said, it is kind of like the midpoint between theater and stand up. Um,
0: so
3: yeah. I've got... Did you ever do it? I guess yeah. you never. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd, I w- I've never been in like a troupe just because i haven't really found one that i felt like was gonna be uh good for me but like i i did it a lot in high school and so when you
0: say troop is that just like a group of people that yeah. just do it on a regular basis just mm-hmm. like the same group of guys that all mesh over? yeah it's like a company yeah you oh, okay. know
2: um so like in birmingham there's ugly baby and extemporaneous ugly theater baby. company
3: okay. that's a good name them. ugly and baby i haven't heard of one. Them. Um, You know, it'd be a good name for an improv group.
0: Heavy Ultra. No, (laughs) come on,
3: come on, dude. We got our troop right here. (laughs)
1: Let's get it.
2: Have y'all
0: thought about doing anything else? Well, you're gonna move to New York, soon, So, but yeah, uh, honestly,
1: no. I was like, (laughs) and I'm not even gonna lie. Like before I came here, I was like kind of anxious because like there's something about like just uh, sitting and talking that makes me feel kind of like. I'm not good at this, so and I'm not like a an aspiring radio star, so like I just don't. I feel like I could be using my energy doing other things.
0: Yeah, anxiety about going on here and talking.
1: Yeah, I actually did. Okay. Yeah. Have
0: we eased that anxiety in any way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. We try to make it lively, you know, um, (laughs) not to just hammer you guys about like comic questions, but I was like, that's kind of. What I'm interested in here. Yeah. Interrogation. Now why do you do this? <laughs> why do you continue to do this? Yeah. Um, so you say you're gonna try to make a career out of this and actually like give it a real go. Um, which I think is very admirable. I had a yeah. friend of mine who did the same thing. He moved to Chicago, his name's Cameron. Uh oh, Gillette? Cameron Gillette. He's the Love man. him. He played at the Barking Kudu. Killed. Here we go. He was so <laughs> Funny, dude.
3: Oh, tell it. Tell it, brother. I've already told this
0: story on previous podcasting, but it's listening. I'm sorry. But we went to this we went to this show. It was it was um like kind of a I don't know what you call it, but it was like a bunch of different comics and everybody had like a ten minute time slot, and there was an MC and it was on like a Thursday night, so it wasn't a huge crowd, and most of the people in the audience were other comics that were just there to perform who were part of the audience. And, dude, people were not even halfway listening to some of the comics. I remember one of the dudes in the audience who had performed earlier getting mad at people talking while someone was up on stage. He was like, Come on, guys, a little respect. You know, well, yeah, we're trying. And I was just like, the whole vibe was weird. I was like, Okay. And then our buddy Cameron gets up there. And for whatever reason, he was just on fire that night. And, uh, we he had a couple of friends that we were there to support him and we're all rolling in for laughing and laughter is contagious and everybody's laughing having a good time and uh i remember that as being one of the coolest nights of local comedy that i've ever been to and um after that he moved away and i've never talked to him since <laughs> so, uh, and that was like a hundred years ago but yeah do you know him yeah okay
3: well tell everyone
1: said, in, hey,
0: yeah, you know, the yeah sure time uh but yeah he released like his own like comedy special i saw that yeah it was really good yeah yeah but he would make these weird videos where he's like getting high in the middle of a cemetery and like singing oh my
1: god he's the one that told me so like right after i graduated college i was like i'm gonna go to la and i went for like a couple months and then came back to chicago but right before i left he was like you should definitely walk around that cemetery before you move away from chicago (laughs) Really? And yeah, I mean and then when I moved back from LA, I went in that cemetery and climbed a tree and like cried until the cemetery closed. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Bye. All right.
0: Some special memories in this cemetery. Yeah. Oh, and where yeah. is the cemetery, by the way? This is a cemetery in Chicago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's off the Sheridan Red Line stop.
0: Okay, for anybody that doesn't know, I'm talking about my friend Cameron <laughs> who made like a little music video thing and he was just walking around the cemetery smoking a bong.
3: And, I haven't uh, seen that. You haven't seen I haven't the... seen that either. It's pretty uh-huh. funny. It's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Cameron. But um yeah, I don't know where we were where we were going with that conversation. But Oh, uh, you
2: were like asking me about um like doing this as a career.
3: I yeah. Think.
0: I see a lot of specials, you know, I don't know where else to find comedy other than like Netflix. But uh You know, a lot of specials, a lot of new up and coming comics that kind of do these big group collaboration things. And then eventually they get their own specials. Or I think Mitch Hedberg had a joke where he was like, as soon as you start to build success in stand up, people start asking you to do other things. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're great at stand up. Can you write? Or can you, you know, help me put together this TV pilot? And he's like, no, I'm a stand up (laughs) comic. I don't want to do that. You know, that was was the thing maybe I was trying to get away from. Like, I don't want to do. Uh, big projects and stuff like that. But
2: um But I'm like the exact opposite way. Like I You're
0: like, Hell yeah, bring well, on the big projects.
2: I like consider myself to be a stand up comic, but I'm also like deathly afraid of commitment and like if somebody like like asked me if like I only wanted to do stand up for the rest of my life, I'd be like, nah. Yeah, but you who know? really like,
0: knows what they want to do for the rest of their life. That's a big question. Well
2: yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think like when we're
0: like I like I doing know. this right now. Yeah. But in a year, I may want to do something else. You know. Yeah.
2: yeah. But I like doing everything. You know. Um, stand up's like the easiest thing to get on a stage. But like, I write plays and screenplays and stuff. Like, it's not. That's not scary for me.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool. We'll do. Well, I hope the stand up <laughs> thing goes well for yeah. you. Any? Uh, do you have like an ETA of when you're actually gonna try to do that, or is that just try kind to move? Of like or, a, yeah.
2: Or, yeah. Um, Uh, My boyfriend is a rapper, um, and we're trying to move up to New York together in January.
0: Oh wow! So is this the death of Laugh Garden? We thought that the death
1: was going to be like a month from now, right? Or like like a month ago, or something. Yeah. So, but we decided to just stay a a little longer. (laughs) Oh yeah.
2: By the
0: time this podcast comes out, Laugh Garden will be no more. So sorry, guys.
2: (laughs) Not true. Not true. As long as people keep telling me it's a good show, it will continue is i think how i feel about it is like as long as i keep getting like positive feedback on it i don't know when i'm gonna be able to stop
0: well i saw i mean i was kind of surfing through your instagram and you it seemed like you had made a post where you're talking about a lot of different shows you have coming up yeah um i was like dude there's like one a week for the next two months it seems like yeah that's
2: what i try to do i try to i i feel like i'm telling the truth to myself that I am a comedian if I average a show a week. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I get that. Like, I tell that, that feels like a good metric. Yeah. Um, you
3: tell yourself the same thing?
0: Yeah. If I can do a podcast a week, then I'm a real podcast.
3: Oh, yeah. Come on. Consistency
0: is key. <laughs> Consistency is key. 50 episodes. Okay, Shout out. Yeah. Um, That's why
2: we haven't let a month pass without a Laugh Garden since we started. Because I feel mm-hmm. like if you let, like, a full month pass... Then it's yeah. like really hard to get started again. So you yeah. think you'll
0: keep it going? If, if we're your trying, partner, your, uh, your partner in crime is no longer, no longer. Running. Oh
1: me! Yeah, just you. I thought about that. Um, I feel like it would just be, re- it would really have to be the right person to be like my co-producer, and um, so I would have to think about that really hard.
0: Yeah. Your, your other <laughs> friends who are comics are like cursing right now. They're like, I thought
2: I would be. Uh, we did a show one time when um, when Alice was out of town where we um, w- literally held auditions for replacements and we had
1: like three Alices that night. It was really, really mm-hmm. good. Um, the main one was Brooks who's in that picture from our last show
0: yeah, what's going on in this photo right here? He was oh, like, he's, he's like, having
1: the time of his
2: life. Is yeah, what's it looks going like on. y'all are
0: about to sacrifice him to the. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, I've got to show you all. He was very picture, willing,
1: like, to be sacrificed. He. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, basically, that's you know me, Lauren, and the musician, and all of her dancers, and then the only other comedian who showed up that night because. Well one of them had a good reason. She was like stuck in Florida. And then another one was like afraid of storms, which I guess is a good reason too. What?
0: Okay, that's fair, I guess.
1: But that storm brought a bunch of people that were going to see a concert at Avondale over to Saturn. So
0: the night that this was going on?
1: Yeah, we got America? we ended up with kind of like a a big audience. Hmm. Okay. If you could zoom in on
2: Brooks's face really quick. <laughs> If that's, can you zoom in? Can you enhance?
0: enhance? Enhance, enhance, enhance. Okay. Oh, enhance too much. Uh oh. Okay. Enhance so here we've bit. got
2: Brooks surrounded by beautiful goth women. Yeah. yeah. And this was one hour after that picture was taken.
0: Was tonight one of the best nights of my entire life, Question yes. Mark? Yes. Yes, yes, it was. It was. <laughs> this many good things have never to me in a row, and I'm overwhelmed. He's pretty and drunk so too. grateful. But like, and if I don't express it somewhere, I'm gonna g-u-n-n-a pop Pop. also his (laughs)
1: boss who i think he sees as a father figure was there and said that he was really funny so i think
0: see that's uh, awesome like when you get up there and and maybe you're intimidated or scared like i would be and then maybe a show goes really well and you have a big crowd because of the storm and everybody comes in and everybody's feeling your jokes and everybody's laughing and having a good time i feel like if that happened then i'd be like Hell yeah, well, yeah stand-up comedy. Nine. This is awesome. But like, that's not reality, brother. But I. But for the shows that do go well, that's got to be a really great feeling, like an elating feel. Yeah. That's yeah. Like why it you keep going. That makes it worth it, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um,
2: that's the addictive part. Is sure. That, like it's, it's really... Um, it's like I'm signing
0: up for every open mic night I could possibly Yeah, just, mm-hmm. so,
2: just so you can like get a chance at having a good one, you yeah. know? Um
0: now, do most comics have, like, are they, like, funny people? This is a stupid question. But are like, comics funny? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I've I've a listened to a lot bit. of interviews of people that, like, they, like, um, you know, like Stephen King. He's not a comedy comic, but, like, he's, like, whenever people meet me, I'm just, like, a normal dude, and they expect me to be, like, a, a horror fanatic. And then I've also heard interviews with comics who, like, uh, Nate Bargatze. I'm a big fan of his, and whenever he's around, like... No way! Family, Are you serious? Whenever he's around <laughs> his family... Uh, Shut
3: up. I didn't know that. He's funny.
0: I feel like you're making fun of me. I'm not. Whenever he's around his family, everybody expects him to be funny, but he's just like a, a kind of a normal Do you listen guy. to his podcast? Shut up. No, he doesn't
3: have a podcast.
2: <laughs> yes, no. he does.
3: Does he? Yes. No, I don't listen to it called
2: Nate Land. Yes. Really?
3: Yeah
0: i've heard something i'm
3: learning so much about my brother right now i'm sorry i didn't know we liked like i same thought you were comedy. being sarcastic no
0: i thought he was too yeah she even she sensed it <laughs> no like, um he's but my, i don't know i don't know if there's like a uh, false expectation of like people in comedy to just always be on and it depends the on the person
3: because
1: i yeah. think some people are like a little bit always on but also, I think a lot of us are on the autism spectrum, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I um, I struggle a lot with mental health, and like sometimes I will be at a show and I'm not having a good time, but I like pull it together for my stage time. Um, and like as soon as I get off stage, I'm like back to like self-destruct mode, you know? And people will, like, come up to me and they're like, whoa, that was so good. And I'm, like... I want to like be really, social. Like, I'm this. really trying to be nice right now, but, like, I want to jump off the building because uh, I didn't get, like, bring the house down last sure. the entire time. Um,
0: well, you're your own worst critic. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: By sure. far. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I can imagine I would be... I'd be the same way, you know, if you ever... Because it's, like, immediate... Uh, What do you call it? Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, immediate, um, you know, how well you did. Like, there's no, like, delay. It's like, as soon as you walk off stage, yeah.
1: Criticism?
0: Immediate criticism? Yeah, maybe in a way. Yeah, feedback. feedback. Yeah.
2: I can't. Yeah, there's not, like, a question in your mind. It's like, that shit fucking sucked. Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Kill
3: myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah. I couldn't imagine doing that. But uh, it sounds fun when it is fun. And then you have a receptive crowd and you're at a cool place like Saturn and it's kind of like, you know.
2: It's like really awesome too. I mean, like the green room at Saturn, the green room in a... Talked a lot about Saturn. And like comedy clubs and stuff. Like really, like you see like signed posters on the wall and stuff and you're like, I mean, this is real. This is a real thing that I'm doing. This isn't just a hobby. Like I'm I'm being recognized to a certain extent For the quality of my work.
1: I'm like really I get really annoyed so like because I like went to school for comedy and then I was like I don't want it to be my career and then people are like oh so it's just a hobby and I'm like it's not a fucking hobby like this is still my life even though it's not my life and I just hate it when people say like oh it's a hobby I'm like no this isn't drawing no you I didn't no uh, i trying to think back did lauren this? no you didn't you did. i would okay. i would remember if you did copy? no sorry. i just i hate it when people say that but yeah. i also think it's because i went to college for it and like anyone that i went to college with would be offended Ooh, by that yeah yeah
0: but maybe there's a difference in the way you define it as a quote-unquote career versus For still sure. something that's super important to you I it's I like a way like, to express yourself. You know?
1: It's a lifestyle. That's how I feel. Okay.
3: Yeah,
0: that's cool. Yeah. cool way to view it. Yeah. Um, but you're not moving to New York, I guess, to try to pursue...
1: Nah, I'm not going to go to New York.
0: Did you grow up in Chicago or are you native no, to Alabama? What... I'm
1: native to Alabama pretty much and then I went to uh, college in Chicago and... I started doing stand up there and I was there for a little while and then I decided to move back.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. What how does the you kinda talked about that a little bit earlier, but the biggest differences other than the size of the Metropolitan, obviously. The kind of the scene or the style or I don't know, fill in the gap of whatever I'm trying to ask. The comedy scene there versus here in Birmingham, any major Differences in the way people perceive comedy. I mean, earlier yeah. you guys said they like more short form improv, but
1: I yeah. Don't know. I mean, mm, it's I more feel brutally like brutally
0: honest jokes. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I do feel like it's like more. Uh, people are people are okay with seeing depressed comedians in chicago more than people are here
3: really oh yeah,
1: yeah.
2: People, okay. people, people try don't to like mom sad... you really? after shows in in uh in alabama are you okay i've been like positively heckled before like
0: during my <laughs> set <laughs> i've never heard that before Where I'm positively like, heckled.
2: heckled i'm like speaking poorly about myself to set up a joke and yeah. someone was like no, you're doing okay, sweetie. I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, it that's was why a lie I...
1: for a joke. Um, Oh my God.
2: The that's southern why I don't.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't like, that's why I don't like, Um, or I don't do well with a bunch of older ladies in the crowd because they just seem worried about me instead of like, instead of laughing. <laughs> They they just look very. Today I tried
0: to slip my wrist and I couldn't find, but the dullest knife and it just didn't work. You know, yeah, I get, yeah, yeah, joke like that. That was a joke, and then them coming up to you and being like, "You're okay, you're doing all
2: right." (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying about like old ladies. Uh, I've had I've had old ladies like not meet my gaze, like they won't make eye contact with me after a set, and I'm like, (laughs) I mean, I really get it because like the way that. (laughs) <laughs> women were like conditioned to be in the past it was like way more restrictive than it is now um and like we do look scary to like old white ladies like it's uh, <laughs> like uh i've got two nose rings and i guess your hair uh, isn't super green right now but
1: like i mean on a normal oh, day hair? i think old ladies really like me
0: I would say so. If I was yeah. an old lady, I would not be scared of you guys. Yeah, I think. It
1: just
2: depends. It's it more just on what I'm, you. I'm You're saying. You're one to talk,
3: yes. Uh, that's well. funny. Yeah.
0: Well, dude, <laughs> uh, it's kind of cool hearing about the inside world of stand-up comedy. It's not something I'm ever going to do. <laughs> but if somebody was interested in doing something like this, I mean... Can they just come to you guys and say, "Hey, I want to be part of Laugh Garden"? No, no, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> shut down, shut that down. <laughs> no. Mean, no. We, we get it, we get
2: that a lot. It's, really, it's a booked show. It's not an open mic. Um, okay, it's,
1: yeah.
0: Woo, harsh.
2: Yeah, we like plan these in advance and like have a budget and stuff. So like, it's not okay. Not really like that. Um,
0: how many com- how many comics do you typically have? at a lap Garden set? Five
1: or
2: less.
0: Five or less, okay. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like eight people all doing comedy for the first time?
3: No. no, no
2: okay. We would no, never have
1: anyone do it for the first time. It's though. it's like
2: five comedians who've been doing stand-up for at least 20 years. Who are some them? of the no. other comedians
0: in town that I need to be keen to, that I need to have on my radar? Um, Ooh, Ezra Brown. Ezra Brown? For sure. They okay. just
2: uh, recorded a... a feature-length special over at Ghost Train. Um, and it's, I think, the first time that... Um,
0: Dude, that sounds epic. I think that's it's the awesome. first time
2: that someone in a wheelchair has, like, produced a comedy special. Dude, that's sounds- well, Really?
1: Were, Ever? I think they were talking a lot about, like... Making history. Making history. And I like, thought that was just, like, a fun, like, let's have a God complex moment thing. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't think of, like... But yeah, you might Any be right. Any other comedians in
2: wheelchairs, you know? Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, that show was so sick. The way Dude, Ez- it sounds awesome. The Where way Ezra it? got on stage, they literally built a ramp for them. Okay. There's this long ass ramp and like there's this hype music starting and you see them like get ready at like the back of the mm. crowd and just like bum rush the stage, like just zip all the way up, do a little turnaround, and like get started. Mm-hmm. And they were all glittery. Oh, so shiny. Dude. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah. Um, so Ezra how,
0: Brown for sure. How did I miss, when did the show Ew, happen? was this, this the recent? new
3: location or the? New oh, location, yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: okay, you gotta, yeah, cause the OG spot, they still got a big stage though, but I imagine the, the new they? place has bigger space. Someone was told me sock? they
1: took away that big stage outside I at the they old. Had they had might be remodeling. Already.
0: I don't um, know. I haven't been to Ghost, the old Ghost Train, in a while. Yeah, not the old location. But I like the old one better. I'm gonna be honest. Like what? The, the new one's more of a I kind of, a yucky kind of cloud agree.
1: Cloud yes. Cloud. Yeah.
0: Not yeah. no hate, but like you know. Maybe
1: eventually the new one will like. Oh, the, really, what they need, they just need some art on the walls. You know, it's a just like bare. Uh, the, the new
2: space. Out. The new space is a brand new cast iron. It just needs. To get seasoned you know yeah. it
0: just needs there you a little go. Dirt. yeah i that's like that way. analogy that's good yeah
2: yeah but
0: okay so you're talking about the stage that's inside um like those big bay doors and stuff they had a drag show we were there one time yeah um we didn't stay for the drag show uh but um yeah they've had like a lot of different events and stuff in that space that we haven't been to yet we okay to.
2: so ezra brown um my friend Sydney Hardern, she's out of Tuscaloosa. I think she's the, the funniest, and she's also going to be a lawyer in like two years, which is good because I'm probably going to need one. Um.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Terry Hart. Oh, she like yeah. just started, and she's already like having her own showcase in Huntsville, and like shenanigans, she yeah. and like she is one of those people that like. Just got immediately got yeah. can probably already do thirty minutes and like hasn't even can been doing it tell, for a year. Can you just tell
0: like being comics? Can you just tell when somebody has it when they just kind of can I don't know have the gift or whatever?
2: You can definitely tell once they get on stage. There, there's like
0: because I would think yeah. a lot of it's like your your ability to read a room and to kind of gauge the audience and maybe gauge the pace at which you tell your jokes or maybe even. On the fly, change your 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 algorithm or your um, scheme of jokes that you're gonna tell. That, to me, would be a true mark of someone who's like can really read a room and be entertaining just by themselves. You know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm,
2: no, I, th- I I would agree with that to a certain extent. Uh,
0: but what was her name? Terry Hart. Terry Hart.
2: Terry Hart. Okay, cool. Terry Hart's the shit. Dude, that's awesome. Um. I feel like there's like a couple more that I wanna shout out. Oh well, Brooks in this picture, he uh runs an open mic at Cahaba. Um and he's also like really funny and hardworking.
0: So um, these open mics that happen around town, those are those are the events for like the new new blood to yeah. get out there and just try some try their hand, do five minutes and see if they're got what it takes. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: And we have like um f- at least four open mics a week now which is like a lot for Birmingham yeah that's
0: what I'm saying I feel like I haven't always seen these or maybe I've just been ignoring them or not up to speed on the local scene but just seeing like all of a sudden this past year it's just like a lot of more I mean obviously we're on getting over COVID but um yeah seeing a lot more stand-up comedy stuff and I was like dude this is cool (laughs) especially you know coming to the show that you guys did I was like I want to do this more this is fun you know something different versus just going and see some random band I've never heard of
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. I love
2: I mean, I, I would just love to like go see a Laugh Garden show that I wasn't running, you know, because like it seems like a really good vibe. Oh, it's cool. Nice. <laughs> it's super cool. I've never been at a Laugh Garden show where I wasn't like a little bit hyperventilating, you know.
0: Um, it, Well, the yeah. next one's on May 15th for anyone that's listening that wants to come and check it out. Uh, do you guys have any other shows planned after that or is that the only one on the books? Yeah, Currently. we have
1: one on June
2: 10th. Yeah. Okay, so the one on June 10th is a collaboration with Cult Comedy Sim- Cinema, which if you haven't had Natalia on, you, y'all got to get
0: on that. Like, I do. I think we follow her account. She's the one that, like, watches the horror movies. Yeah. Like the vintage mm-hmm. horror movies and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No,
2: she's sick. She's super cool. Um, Does she
0: do stand-up? Yeah. Oh, okay. She hosts cool. one of the open mics. Um, okay, sweet. So that's in June.
2: Yeah. Um, and then later in June, we're doing another show, um, at trim tab. Um, that's the 24th maybe, but we don't have confirmation on
1: that yet. Oh yeah. We don't have confirmation. Yeah.
0: Well, anybody that's listening, uh, can follow you guys on Instagram. I guess that'd be the best place to kind of keep up to speed, but you're also, you you have a website, LaughGardenComedy.com.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, fairly recently updated. I don't think the 15th show is on there, but, I think if you like want to get an idea of like what Laugh Garden's about, the website's like a pretty good place to start. Or um, just come to a show. Like or just come just to a cold show, cold. Yeah. yeah.
0: Are most of them free, like the Saturn one? Or the you-
1: Saturn ones are free. The the ones that weren't free, we're probably not doing those anymore.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> because we yeah, ended it, up really just like losing money on yeah, a lot there, of those. The, uh, there yeah. are a couple
2: of venues where like the – chunk that like the percentage that they take out of ticket sales is like twenty, twenty five percent and it's like when we're operating on like such a shoestring, like when we're on that independent budget, like giving up a like a quarter of our sales is like Yeah. Okay, then we're not getting
0: paid. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: Um
0: well dude, I encourage anybody that's listening to check you guys out and um thank you guys for coming to Talk with us. Hopefully, no, it wasn't definitely. super weird. Hopefully, I didn't ask any of uh, uh, the wrong questions. Get no, you guys not at all. I'm
3: like, I'm <laughs> fucking hate when people say that. Dope idiot. Yeah. No,
2: I feel like super strong and brave now, honestly. I, uh, Dude, this is
0: easy compared to what you guys do. This is, uh, there's no audience over here. Like, my dog's sleeping. So, yeah. you know, just wear by her judgment.
1: <sighs> yeah, but the thing is, I'm offended that she's sleeping. Uh,
0: oh, I see it through that lens. Right yeah. Yeah.
1: That.
0: <laughs> Well, guys, thank you. Uh, Alice, Lauren, really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, guys. Thank you.